The reality is is now on Patreon, and here are some of our fabulous supporters. Chastity Davis. Don't be fooled by my name. The only thing I abstain from is your bullshit. Jessica Riley. Where I come from, money can buy you anything, but I'll take the garbage plate. Seiran Hayati. In Sweden, we have ABBA, IKEA, and if you mess with me, some other four-letter words. Kelly Payfer. I may be from Down Under, but don't ever underestimate me. Richie D. If you can't be cool, you can't be with Caduce. Megan Shaw. I may be a mom. Model, but I'll never be your model minority. Becca Simon. It gets icy where I'm from, so you know I'll bring the heat. Jill Hirsch. Your petty drama can't take this warrior down. Jamie Allrunner. Where I come from, we're known for our great lakes, but I'm just known for my great ass. Sarah Gibbs. You may not like the cut of my jib, but that's what you get from Sarah Gibbs. Maria M. Where I'm from, they sing God Save the Queen, so I guess you can call me a god. Jill Walsh. I made it up this hill myself, and I'll kick any jack off. Jesse Willis. I may not run in traffic, but I'll give you a run for your money. Eleanor Manning. I run with a fabulous circle of people, and you're not even on my payroll. John Friedman. Diamonds aren't a girl's best friend. John Friedman is. Sarah Watkins Bilstein. Playtime is over. This mama means business. Laura Zielinski. Whether it's breast pumping or fist pumping, this Jersey girl brings the party. Amanda Agosti. Everything is bigger in Texas and my heart is no exception. Tracy Masters. When you're the master of your own destiny, no one can ever take you down. Marl Farsi. Reading is fundamental and in Farsi, the reads are monumental. Tracy Newman. My presence is a gift, so remember the thank you note. Lola Del Rio. Whatever Lola wants, Lola gets and I get it all. Adade Adidoko. It may look like I'm stirring the pot, but I'm actually just smoking. Deepa Kanapoli. Some people say I have secrets, but at least they're not federal indictments. Jada. People are intimidated by my great success and my great ass. Naveen Jonathan. I'll give you the shirt off my back and also my unsolicited opinion. Adil Ibrahim. Some things are too hot to handle, like me and the tea I spill. Trinity Subramaniam. I have four degrees and eight syllables and zero fucks to give. Beth Bayer. The secret to my success is staying out of your BS. Shannon Anthony. There's no fun in moderation, but there's plenty of shame. Rita Ryan. Don't be fooled by my Midwest charm, because I'm nobody's fool. Brianna Tony. Some people strive for perfection, but I'm already there. And lastly, Tanisha. While others are turning tables, I'm dancing on them. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. What were you going to ask me just now? 
I said, I just came off the couch watching uh, Beverly Hills. And I know we are not recording that today, right? But no, that is going to be amazing. That that if you haven't watched it, you're going to watch. Oh, it was chef's kiss. Funny as hell. Funny. I have not. No. Like, like Seinfeld funny. <laughs> no, really? Yeah. It was funny. Right. I can't wait. Because I do need so much fun watching that it. stupid fucking show. No, it's all humor. Like from beginning to end, it's all humor. Even the okay. sad parts are humorous. That's it's it's Ooh. hilarious. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, Crystal, I did cannot send wait us for a your DM. recap of that. <laughs> yeah, Crystal did send us a DM. <gasps> tell us, tell us more. Tell us more. Crystal sent me a DM on our Instagram saying, mm-hmm. I just want to tell you, I adore you and Arthi. <laughs> Immediately, I was like, oh, no. Who I was like, what an, which old episode did she listen to? <laughs> she stopped listening after a while because <laughs> for her to include me. Yeah. You know she's not listening to the current season. She cannot well, be. <laughs> I'm like, unless you just listened to the episode we did last week where you did uh-huh. come on and talk about yes, Beverly Hills. True. But um, <laughs> it just, I was very surprised. And I she was actually really, really sweet. And I, I did tell her that I appreciated when she talked about her eating disorder, specifically from the lens of an Asian person, because mm-hmm. that is something that we've never gotten before. And, you know, I talked about it at length on this podcast. So... Mm-hmm. I just I told her I appreciated it and she was like, Yeah, it's just really hard to be a vulnerable person. As an Asian, it is difficult for us to be vulnerable and it's difficult for us to talk about our feelings. And it is especially difficult when we do it and the response we get back is you're not doing enough. Yeah. That was that was something uh, that was something uh, uh, revelatory in the fact that um we are taught by our um, our background and our culture to not share private details and not share your sad um, situation because you are bringing everybody else down. And so shame. you don't share, huh? And, and shame. Yeah, and it's shame, yeah, that you are somehow weak because you have certain uh, diseases, especially if it's mental because nobody understands. So if you have a mental um, uh, issue or if you have a mental um, situation that you have to deal with, that is because you cannot talk about it and people don't understand, it must mean that you're not strong enough. You're not strong yeah. enough in your week. So you don't share that, right? So then to for us to talk about it, you have to overcome that. And yeah. when we do overcome, it's... It's nerve-wracking and anxiety-ridden for us to deal and talk about it. And then if the response is, you are not telling us the full truth, you you are being inauthentic, you are not sharing everything, and you are it's not enough, whatever you said wasn't enough, you are like, okay, that's all I can give to the situation. So you shut down. You're like, okay. Yeah. That took yeah. everything from me to come out and talk to you about it. But now um, I don't have anything left in me to give to the situation. So I'm just going to shut up and not engage. Yeah, especially when... I'm going to go back to where my parents told me to be in the first place, which was to shush and not talk about it. So now I'm going to go back into that. 
Remember we saw a little bit of that with Tiffany Moon in Dallas where yes. like we just shut down too because it's just yeah. easier for them to shut down. And that's the thing. Right. Like I like, oh, by the way, everyone, we're not talking about Beverly Hills today. We're just talking about Married to Medicine, but we will talk, get to that in a minute. No, I but that think- what she mentioned, what Crystal mentioned about that added aspect of being Asian. Yes. And that specific way of how we are taught to behave is so true. Yeah, and I think also the it's it what Crystal spoke of in the episode was such a it's such a real experience for me as mm-hmm. a South Asian growing up in America because you right. don't just have to deal with the unbelievably unachievable Western standard of beauty, but now also the foods that we eat are scrutinized as and created as the devil rice. Mm-hmm you know, anything, Mm. potatoes, those are like staples of South Asian food. We eat a lot of carbs. Our foods are carby foods. Mm. Even like, even though Pakistanis are not primarily vegetarian, I don't come from a vegetarian household. There's a lot of carbs eaten throughout Mm -hmm. our meals. Every single, every meal has to have a carb, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, even your snacks. So when I was growing up for me to then feel like, okay, so I look different. I don't fit in. I smell different. I don't fit in. I talk differently. I don't fit in. And also the food that I eat makes me not want to fit in. So Mm -hmm. that really also for me personally, and I've realized that through therapy in my adult life, that for me personally, that was a big reason why I ended up having gravitating so strongly towards disordered eating. And that Mm -hmm. also is true for Crystal. She talks about that as well. And it's such... Mm -hmm. A, uh, it, you know, ultimately it does come down to like self loathing, but also a control issue. And right. sometimes when you're a kid, that's, that's the one thing that you can control is right. try to control your body. So it's right. just, it's really tough. It's, it's an added layer of, of, um, it's a, it's an insight to disordered eating and just body image stuff for women that mm-hmm. we don't often get because we typically talk about this kind of stuff through the lens of white women, right? Like it's like- But it's also, it, it also comes to this, the other point, which is like, even when we do realize that we have to course correct. Yeah. And we talk about it openly, that's not easy to do. It's not. You you yeah. can talk about it, you can get therapy, but it, some, it can take whatever time it takes to get over it. You cannot rush the process. So for them to say, oh, you've been talking to therapists for a year, but nothing has happened. Are you even talking to the right people? That is saying, hey, uh, you may not, you're saying, basically saying Crystal is lying and that she's not gotten help, which is not true. She's gotten help. She's getting help. And maybe talking about it is part of that help process, healing process, but you know, you have to let her do that at on her own pace. Yeah, I just can't stand them and how they treat anybody uh, who does things differently yeah. than them. Yeah, you're going to enjoy the episode that aired today. It was, yeah, it was hilarious. Great. Hilarious. Wonderful. Lots okay, of triumph, about- triumphant moments for Garcelle. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about Married to Medicine. Um, the ladies mm-hmm. are back in Vegas. We pick up, pick up with them in Vegas. They're. Uh, can I just say? Can I just say something, Arthi? Yeah. Okay. Don't ever play Never Have I Ever with me. It's such a stupid game. 
I was, I thought we could play that today. Oh, God. No, <laughs> no I didn't. No, I didn't. I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, never have I ever pulled your leg. No, what I'm saying is, <laughs> no, that was a stupid game. Also such a predictable game. Such, it, it's like, it's so predictable that it's like, boring to play that now <laughs> it is it's like the game is always the same it's always like yeah. oh where have you what racy place have you had sex where did you let somebody put it in you've, ha- you've and- had threesome you haven't had threesome whatever <laughs> yeah it's like it's okay. always sexual or it's disgusting or something along those lines but also it's such a boring and it, it's a really a. it feels like a middle school game which it is. It does. It doesn't, it it doesn't turns, necessarily. But it turns like, grown ass women into middle schoolers. <laughs> yes. And it doesn't necessarily like ever give me insight into any of these people. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not surprised by any of the information I'm hearing. And frankly, I'm bored. Like, I just yeah. think it's so stupid. And the count and, you know, all of that, that was so much, so boring too. It was like. Unnecessary. Okay. And then Jackie, not understanding the game, drinking when she should. And I'm like, Jackie, shut up. I am like Toya. <laughs> I know. I, I, it's, I'm like, I know Toya, Toya asked it in a way where she was like trying to make sound like Jackie had to drink a drink. Right. Yeah. But I understand what Toya is saying. That why does Jackie get away with always being holier than thou? She can do an intervention and it's fine. She can give advice and it's okay. Jackie loves me the wrong way. And I get where Toya's irritation is coming from. But the way Toya said it, like, why don't you drink? That was idiotic. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Toya's definitely always just really bad at Mm -hmm. piecing the puzzle together and asking questions at the right time. Um, Her getting all up in Audra's face, which we'll get to later at the dinner, but like, it was silly. It was ridiculous. It was, it was, it was like, Toya, just shut up and eat your bacon, okay? Right. Right. Um, now the day is the trip so far is broken up into two days. This episode we have a Jackie day and a Simone day. Which day mm. would you prefer, Simone? Oh, hands down. I don't. I wait. I don't quite remember who did what in the actual episode, like, okay, but I'm you. just saying Simone by definition will not be making me run 5Ks, lift weights, eat salad. You know, by definition, it would be a fun day. Yeah. Jackie's would be the healthier day, which I don't aspire to. So it would be, it has to be Simone. Well, okay. So the days were Jackie did a sexy girls night out and then they went to like, a sexy store. Which was what? Which, it was just a dinner, right? Sexy it was a dinner with that? vibrators. A yeah, dinner, dinner with like whips and vibrators. Okay. That's it. And then yeah. Simone's day was <laughs> brunch with a side of bacon and fighting. And <laughs> then they went zip lining through the mall, which was like the corniest thing. It's the corniest thing I've seen since I watched those dodo birds in Dubai use <laughs> the wave runner thing. <laughs> But, but it was so much more fun than Jackie's day. (laughs) 
Jackie's day was the kind where Jackie was already halfway through the day. Jackie was done. Jackie was tired. Jackie wanted to go to sleep. So she was like, okay, everybody happy? Okay, leave. We're done. You're all in a good place. Let's everybody go home. Go to your rooms. Here's your keys. Go sleep. <laughs> okay, I'm not against it because to and be so honest. She was like, let's go back to the top of the mall and slide down again. <laughs> let's go ziplining okay. again. Can we just like, so I've been to Vegas, right? I yeah. went to Vegas last year. Mm-hmm. And this was like the most un-Vegas Vegas trip on This Bravo was the we- Vegas, <laughs> the strip mall outside of vegas just right outside of vegas as you get out of vegas just right there the strip mall with the locals no star attraction kind of vegas i mean the hotel they're staying at is lovely but it's like not on the strip like it's it's also they didn't go to any of the famous shows that happen at vegas they went to the neighborhood mall yes Yes. It's not like they were ziplining through, like, the Bellagio. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this wasn't a zip. It was a ziplining through the last paler show on Earth. That's what it was. <laughs> the last paler store on Earth. They're like, ooh, a pack sun. Can someone get me an Auntie Anne's? Bogo deal. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yes. It Toya was, so was like Toya was like, Eugene, I want those shoes. You know, Toya was crying, not just because she's afraid of heights, but Toya's bougie ass does not want to die inside of a corny mall. She doesn't want to die in the last pale show store on the on earth. She's like, if my ass falls in the food court, I'm not going to go next to Panda Express. Next year, Adila comes as the Payless store. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. So so back to Jackie's day. So they all go to dinner. Contessa wears a big dumb wig. Contessa is like the queen of like, of like, Contessa. Honest. No, Contessa is hiding from the IRS at this point. She's trying on every disguise that she can. Yeah. To see if she can get out of that marriage and out of paying the bills. Yes. And then oh it's like God. Contessa coming in with like wigs, being like, I'm so fun. Everything is great. I have sex with my husband everywhere. It's like kind of the equivalent of like, I don't know. It's like the equivalent of like Kyle Richards and her damn splits twirling her hair. It's like, this isn't fun. <laughs> we know you're not fun. Knock it no. off, Contessa. Yeah. Yeah. They go to dinner. And this is where Audra, who I really like. How do you feel about Audra? I like Audra. Audra. So how was she? So I missed Audra's entrance. All of a sudden, I, I went to get a drink, came back, and all of a sudden it was Vegas and there was a new person there. So I did I missed I missed who Audra was and how yeah. she was introduced. And is she gonna be she got a confessional, so I'm assuming she's gonna be part of the uh cast, but I don't know where the medicine part of it comes in. Sure, yeah. So Audra was introduced, I think, on the first episode. Heavenly brought her as a plus one to Anila's um, housewarming Diwali party. And Ooh. she's a lawyer and her husband is a dentist. Ah, um, so that's okay, where the it. medicine comes in. And um, she's, yeah, she's a heavenly friend. 
And okay. I think that you know, don't you love this about Married to Medicine? Like every season, you, they just keep adding on the cast of characters, and they all just like are hanging around. Like Carrie's there, Kari. What's Kari, Kari doing there? Kari without Duncan. <laughs> yeah, Duncan. Duncan. Um, so Audra and Toya get into it because Toya had said stupidly to Audra earlier, "Why don't you? You're a terrible lawyer." About like <laughs> the conversation was like. Toya was annoyed that Jackie wasn't drinking. And then Audra's like, why do you care if she doesn't want to drink? The girl doesn't want to drink. Don't, not a big deal. Toya just turned around and said, you're a bad lawyer. <laughs> that was pretty much it. She, like, she went from that to you're a bad lawyer. I'm like, what? That was it. And then so Audra, Audra gave me like Wendy Osefo feelings. Uh-huh. Right? I got the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, she she said she's from Ghana, right? Yes, exactly. So she had that like African edu- educated yeah. immigrant sort of feeling there yeah. of like yeah. you're not going to talk to talk down to me. But I love when she's like, I'm African. <laughs> Toya just goes African. <laughs> Toya is so confused. It's so funny. I, I was like, I almost thought she was going to say, I'm both African and American. <laughs> Like say that, yeah. like Toya, like it was a plus, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> one upping, one upping Audra. But I didn't understand. <laughs> she was, like, yeah. Toya was like completely confused. Yeah, and then so Toya, find, she says, "Sorry, it was a joke." Now, what do you think <laughs> about Toya, who thinks it's okay to laugh at this joke, but not okay for mm-hmm. Anila and Karen to dress up in their silly and corny but silly Halloween <laughs> costume? Oh, I, I talked to you about Anila and um, um, and uh, Karen's um, costume. Yeah, I can see how Anila and Karen. It is funny. They found it funny. I found it funny when I first saw it. Yeah, but I also see where Eugene got offended, and he's like, "Don't poke fun at me." And you know, I can see where Eugene may be touchy about it because he's trying to build up his own build up the family from the bankruptcy and that's a sensitive situation for him and he has actually this was a good thing and he was making yeah. you know some wealth for his family so i can see how eugene is sensitive about it but toya does almost everything that she accuses everybody else of doing toya has done it too <laughs> that's the yeah. beauty of toya toya has done literally everything that everybody else says they that she says that they are doing so it is Toya can be a hypocrite and she can do that. She can make fun of other people. And that's what I think that's where when Heavenly says, all of you do that to each all of you, there is yes. some truth to it. Heavenly just yeah. does it in a very rough and crude manner and she's very loud and what she says, you know, sticks in the blogospheres and all of that. Everybody else is also doing similar, something similar, but yeah. they couch it yeah. in niceness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Now, then the ladies, they uh, go, this is so corny again. Uh, just like I don't want to watch Never Have I Ever, I don't think I really care about them buying sex toys, but I did appreciate one scene where they're mm-hmm. looking at a sex pillow that can also be used as a laptop holder. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, it's functional. <laughs> it work. <laughs> For you to work. It was so silly. 
Mm. Um, I just like don't care about it. I'm like, okay. I don't either. And Jackie is like branding crazier than Trump is. Like she puts her, she puts Mm -hmm. a sticker on a whole bunch of different, um, you know, industries and different products. She is like minting money from everywhere. Yeah. She's like Bethany. Like next thing you know, there's like anything is possible. Right. Now, the next day, they go into Simone's day, and Simone's like, it's going to be a nice, I love I love Simone's optimism that is always so wrong. She's like, it's going to be a great day, it's going to be chill. But you girl. know that Simone doesn't even believe herself when she's not saying that. She knows no. exactly it's not going to be a nice day, but she's just excited that it's going to be, give her screen time, so she's going right. to do it. That's right, exactly. <laughs> So she's telling everybody about her book, and then somehow the conversation lands over to Heavenly versus Contessa in, like, a roundabout way. They start talking a little bit about, like, Cecil. So the conversation is Simone and Cecil are writing a book because of everything they went through. And at the time when they were going through all that, Heavenly was very instrumental in their marriage because Heavenly Mm. will tell you the truth even if you don't want to hear it, right? Right. And so – Somehow then that turns over to like, I think Simone says something like, even though Heavenly and I have fundamentally different ideas about what marriage looks like, we still can see, like we appreciate telling each other the truth. Mm -hmm. And Contessa's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Heavenly like doesn't share anything about her marriage. And then that somehow sets Heavenly off and she just, it's like a buildup, but the best thing about this fight, yeah. the best thing about this fight mm-hmm. is they're giving people a show. Mm-hmm. And Toya and Kari are just enjoying their breakfast. Right? I'm Toya about, did I'm the right thing. And Kari was like, Kari is truly enjoying this entire trip. She's barely part of the drama. She's barely part of the cast. Yeah. She's definitely not part of the drama. Yeah, she be, she loves to hang around and go on all these trips and just be a person that other people can film with when they have nobody else in that scene. That's right, exactly. She's a filler. She's a seat filler. She's a seat filler at like at the Oscars. That's what right, she right, yeah. and she's totally enjoying it. I at this point, I'm jealous of Kari and her job right now. I would love that job. I would. Can you too. imagine traveling, just sitting in the background eating? How do we become a hanger on her like that on a married to medicine? Like, <laughs> you know, it's awesome. Do she there? doesn't even have to be part of the drama or anything like Kim D. She just has to sit in the background. When they're doing after the fight, they're doing this like little prayer circle. Toya has to slap her and be like, "Come on, get in here." And Kari <laughs> has one hand in one hand on bacon, then her pancakes. <laughs> And I was like, that's me. That's me. That's how checked out I am right now of my life. I'm sorry eating breakfast during the prayer circle. Okay. That's how I feel right now. That's where my mental health is at. I'm I'm shutting down. I'm disassociating. I'm sorry. But also, can I just say something? I'm I'm a religious person. I'm a spiritual person. 
I don't want to do a prayer circle after a fight. Like if I was invited to a prayer circle, I would say, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm good. It was such a bizarre thing. And the woman behind who was taking the whole video, they were calling each other bitches and ready to pull each of those wigs. And then all of a sudden they just became silent. They started praying together. It must have been the most bizarre thing to observe in real life. <laughs> yeah, I want to see that lady's camera footage. Like, give me that. Right? But, okay, like... Oh, that would be so good at reunion. If Andy could produce that um, camera footage, that would be mm. so fun to watch from her viewpoint. With the cameraman hovering over them, heavenly being pulled away by security. That would be so good. <laughs> it would be the best. No, but, like, <laughs> I'm wondering, like, was she just, like, a visitor in Vegas? Like, not from Vegas? Yeah. Like, did she even know She's about like, the show? oh, breakfast and show. It's breakfast and show. <laughs> she said everything here. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, so probably going back, back and saying this is the best Vegas trip ever. <laughs> yes. Now you and I have not had a chance to talk about this heavenly and Contessa thing. Give me. You have the floor. Tell me your thoughts about why everyone is wrong and everyone is right, and why this is. This so is funny. why heavenly is right. Um, Contessa took so many seasons of a bad marriage and made it into a storyline. She cried, 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 mm-hmm. and told all kinds of stuff. She talked all kinds of shit about Scott on mm-hmm. camera. And now all of a sudden she wants nothing to be talked about. It has to be all positive. Heavenly is like, I know everything is not positive, so I'm going to say what it is. Now, Heavenly, on the other hand, is horrible in how she talks about it. Everybody talks about how Scott and Contessa are just working and they, they may not even be together. All of that stuff, right? They were like, yeah. this is not going well. Scott is abusive. All of it. Everybody could see that. First of all, we are not idiots. We could see that. But yeah. And, uh, you know, Contessa pretty much said that in one shape or uh, one way, shape, or form during the whole season. Yeah. So nothing, it's not a secret. So Heavenly talking about it is not a major thing, problem. It's how Heavenly talks about it. She's just a little bit crude about it and adds her flour- flourish to it. Yeah. And she, if I were her friend, I would be hurt. I would be hurt at the way Heavenly talks about the same situation instead of coming at it from a point of empathy and saying, look, now my friend may be the one that was, uh, you know, was in an abusive relationship, but now she's working on it and I'm hoping the best for her because I'm her friend. Yeah. Instead of saying in a, that coming from that point of view, heavenly is coming from that was funny. That's a storyline. I shouldn't make money off of it. Let me keep that going. People come to talk, listen to me because I'm funny and I throw shade, and this is where I'm going to throw shade. Yeah. I think the part where she's making money off of it is what is bothering them, more than mm-hmm. the fact that she's talking about it. And that's the stuff that they can't talk about. Exactly. That's exactly. The, like, Simone brings it up, though. She brings it up. She sort yeah, of mentions she, it. 
She's like for well, well she did in uh, Watch What Happens Live, I think. Sorry. Oh, she did. Yeah, well, that's where she said it. When when during the intervention in, intervention, she's like she does it for her clicks and likes. That's what yes. she's doing. It for. Yes. Clicks and likes means money. Like right. YouTube, she's making money off of YouTube. That's what it is. I think what bothers yeah, it wasn't me Simone. It was Toya who said that at Watch What Happens Live. That's how I oh, okay. know that this Toya literally said she's making money off of making fun of us. That's why it hurts. Yeah, yeah, and it also hurts that you are not getting the piece of that action too. So yeah, yeah. especially because you need the second job, Toya. <laughs> Toya, Toya, income destroyer. Okay, and then the thing that bothers me about Contessa is that Heavenly has been doing this for years, and mm-hmm. when she and I guess I have to go back and see. I want to see what Contessa's thoughts were when Simone brought this up a couple of years ago about um, Cecil. Because mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, it was like a fight that she had with Cecil and uh, and all this stuff. And Simone got really upset and all this. It was like a whole mm-hmm. storyline for one season. So I want to go back and see like what were Contessa's thoughts then? Because when Heavenly was your friend, if you were fine with her doing that shit to other people. Right. You can't really be surprised that she's doing exactly. it. Here. Exactly. Exactly. That's really all it is. Yeah. Now, um, and I also you, call bullshit yeah. on Jackie to say, oh, she talked like that, but I just don't let it bother me. Well, Jackie, no one's talking about you. No yeah. one's talking about you. And even when you do, you don't give a shit about it. Doesn't mean that somebody else should not give a shit about it. Yeah. And I'm sorry. We saw how Jackie did, how Jackie did Buffy dirty. Buffy, who, by the right. way, I can't stand as a person. But yeah. Buffy, she did Buffy dirty. So we know how yeah. Jackie does when she's you, attacked. You can stand Buffy or you can stand Jackie? Both. Both. Okay. But in this situation, when the mm-hmm. way she she talked about Buffy's body and talked mm-hmm. about Buffy's uh, reproductive health and outed her and then mm-hmm. insisted that, that when it was time for her to get over it, that Buffy also needed to get over it. It was horrible. Right. Yeah. So Jackie is Jackie's a massive hypocrite, and she's yes. you know she's always always on her high horse trying to act like she her shit doesn't stink. But <clears throat> all of these people are friends because ultimately, Heavenly knows that Jackie is a petty bitch. Mm-hmm. They all know who they all are as people. Mm-hmm. I think the reason why Simone might give a pass to Heavenly is because I think that she does see the comedy in what heavenly does she doesn't take yeah. it so seriously and i agree with yeah. you it's like contessa has been talking about this forever ultimately it's just it's just a money thing yeah now um what do you think about when they were talking about i thought it was interesting so kind of like our guests trying to hint at this but they're talking about like during this fight heavenly says something like I don't talk about my shit because every I don't want to give you guys a reason to talk about us because then everyone's going to talk shit about me because that's what everybody does, right? Yeah. So it kind of got this feeling that she's trying to say that I don't share stuff that's actually going on in my marriage with you guys because I know yeah. you're all going to talk shit about it, which is like makes sense because that is why Heavenly would use her time and her platform and her and make money off of other people's misery if she yeah. herself is a little bit miserable at home too. Right, right, right. I don't think she's necessarily miserable. I think she and Damon have 
issues and have gone through stuff that she may not want to talk about. I don't think she's necessarily miserable with Damon. I don't think that's true. I think Damon is, well, daddy is very soft-spoken and seems to be a good husband and father. I just think that Heavenly, in a normal circumstances, without Damon around, Heavenly is a very different person. Around Damon, she's different. Without Damon, she's a whole other person. And I have a feeling that if she hadn't met with Damon and settled down and made that as a conscious decision, Damon would not be the kind of guy that she would go for. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Heavenly may be unhappy from that sense where she wants more adventure and more, you know, somebody who is not, hey, buddy. And just <laughs> calm and steady. She looks, Heavenly is a, da- you know, thrill seeker. And, a, you know, she's attracted to danger. Yeah, so that's she why she's be- such a, she, that's why she's such a maniac. Because, yeah. like, I, I look, I, I'm a big believer that, like, you need balance. And you need, like, yeah. if you're an extrovert, you should be with an introvert. Like, that's usually how that works. Yeah. But, like, Heavenly very much loves the limelight. She loves the yes. life. She loves being a celebrity. Right. She loves having a platform. Right. All that stuff. I also just think it's really shitty that if you if you are so sensitive about if you are like it's almost like Heavenly is aware that the world is a nasty place, and mm-hmm. she is aware that people are going to say terrible things about you if you give if you give them a, a one kernel of rice of like mm-hmm. bad information about you. Right. They will make a full biryani out of your life. Right. Yeah. So that instead, is- she just starts with the biryani of other people's rice. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like she's aware that the world is shitty, so she won't share anything about herself. Instead, mm-hmm. she's like, let me collect all of your rice and make tons mm-hmm. of biryani for everybody and, and then yeah. make money off of it. So, which is yeah, like, so you don't, you, so if I keep putting everybody else's stuff out, no one will be, I can protect my stuff and I don't have to share my life and put myself in that vulnerable position, which is what other ladies are saying. Right. In some sense, that's what they're saying, that if you keep talking about somebody else, then you don't have to talk about yourself. What you may have may be good enough, but you have to still open it up for, uh, you know, for uh, scrutiny. Right. So maybe that's what she doesn't want to do or Damon doesn't want to do. Yeah, it's possible. What's weird is also like what's annoying me about Contessa also is that like, they have this big blow That up. can be a whole ch- a whole chapter verse, like a whole book. <laughs> what annoys me about Today, Contessa also? Me, no, but like this one, <laughs> what's really irritating me right now with Contessa yeah. is that like she is like she does this thing where she has this big blow up at the, at the breakfast place. She mm-hmm. could have just shut the fuck up and not said anything, right? Mm-hmm. Let Heavenly – Heavenly is another one. It's kind of like how I feel about anybody who spars with Candace, anybody who – fights with kenya it's anybody who's fighting with like drew like just be quiet let them dig their own hole heavenly will Mm -hmm. dig her own hole contessa like you don't don't need to get so hopped up in pointing out the hypocrisy of heavenly right we all are aware of the hypocrisy of heavenly heavenly is aware she's making money off of it (laughs) exactly and then so she does this whole thing and then later on she's like i'm not mad at her i'm not what are you talking about? You staged an intervention. Yeah. What are you, you had a breakdown. About? You locked everybody out. You had a breakdown. And, you know, you got in you your cried pajamas about it forever. <laughs> huh? 
<laughs> what? She like got into her pajamas and took off her and, lashes. And you know, she showed off her bed with like the 20,000 pillows on it. She she was, she let the cameras in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's Come what on. annoys me. That Come was on. really annoying about Contessa. It's like, you can't say like, it, you know what's crazy about Contessa? Okay. Is I know that if I knew Contessa in real life, I would love mm-hmm. her. She would be one of my favorite people because she actually really? seems like a fun person. Yes. Really? She's very accomplished. If I knew her in real life, she would not be. But I can see myself being good friends with Toya Toya Income Destroyer. That's wild. But yeah. I... <laughs> You're like, Contessa. whatever woman. <laughs> no, the thing with Contessa is I think that Contessa has all of the pieces that would make her a good reality TV person. But mm-hmm. she always tries way too hard on the show. And it on paper, goes. she's a good reality TV person. Right? Yeah. On like paper. She, on she paper. Has, yeah. She's got a military background. Mm-hmm. She's got a pageant background. She's extremely accomplished. She has her sights mm-hmm. set on like really big things for herself. Mm-hmm. She's well, like those scenes that she does, like whenever she's with a patient and stuff, like mm-hmm. she did one a couple of episodes ago with a football player. Like I thought it was actually really interesting. Mm-hmm. But. I, I also get the sense with Contessa, and this is me totally psychoanalyzing analyzing her, is Contessa is somebody who she, she talks about it. She grew up with an absent father. Mm-hmm. Her father was an addict. Mm-hmm. And so she grew up with unrest in her home. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised if she's the kind of person who wanted this life that she has, right? Where she's mm-hmm. a, a right. well-to-do physician. She's married to a physician. She's got the kids. She's got everything. But she's living a life that she thought would fulfill her emotionally and Mm -hmm. it is not fulfilling her emotionally because we cannot be fulfilled by just doing the goals that we set out for in like whatever when we were like 18 right like doing Mm -hmm. the white picket fence goals those are not the things that ultimately Mm -hmm. make us happy and i think that contessa over the years of being on married to medicine every season she's got a new thing because Mm -hmm. i think she's ultimately realizing that like this life makes sense on yep. paper, but it's not necessarily the life that she wants. Like, yeah, I it's, 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 she, she couches as, like, yeah, she needs to figure out how to like make herself feel whole. And it does, I don't think that it's this way. Yeah, she presents it as, um, a person who is continuously growing, and that's why she is learning new things, going back to school, and all of that. But really, it's a person searching for new meaning and yes. searching she's having a, a midlife crisis on tv is how yes. i see her yeah correct yeah yes so but i want to change my i'm changing my pick i think i would yeah. not be as friendly with toya i would actually be very good friends with quad oh god yes i, I would actually i think quad is the most sensible of all of them yes and Unsur- surprisingly because Knowing where we were with Quad when we first started with Quad, the Quad we have right now, she has shown the most growth as a person. And she is, I think, incredibly smart. We we don't see that, I think, but she is very, very smart. And I think she would be a very interesting person to be friends with. Oh, my God. She seems like... And she seems like somebody who would be really, really nice and you would enjoy her company. And, like, she seems like someone who, like, exudes... Like positive, like not positivity, and like a stupid Sarah. Strength, actually, she's very strong. Like strength, yeah. 
But like she she seems like somebody who exudes like like just fun and like happiness. Like she seems like somebody whose smile like lights up a room. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right, like, right. Odd is that girl. Like right. she just seems so much fun. I would love right. to be around. like can I set up a play date with like Mason and my kid? And like, I know then I it's so cute. So cute. So I yeah, quad is my favorite for sure. Yeah. It's yeah. I would love, I would love yeah. to go out to dinner yeah. with Quad and Dr. Mm-hmm. Simone. Yeah. I think they would be the two best that you could hang out with. Two best. Yeah, yeah sure. two best. Sure. Yeah. There. Okay. And now we are back in the same friend circle. So now yes. it's all good. Okay. I was having a panic attack. I was like, okay, you know now do I, I can hang out with Anila. I would never hang out with Anila. Never. Never. Ever. No. Anila is the desi girl that you and I avoided like the plague. 100%. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like this Anila. was not even the popular girl that we wanted to be friends with because she was popular. This was the popular girl that you avoided. Listen. You know I'm, there are two kinds of popular girls. Of course. Ones of course. that you want to hang out with and you feel FOMO. And the other ones that you don't want to hang out with, you just want to, you know. Yeah, you, one they is just, Quad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. The other one is Anila. Um, also, like, look, I am not, I, I'm, I cook all kinds of food in my house. There is not mm-hmm. always Daisy food cooked in my house, okay? Mm-hmm. But that you made that big old fucking kitchen, and your husband is making some like Pepperidge Farm pizza for your kids. Mm-hmm. Where is the desi food in this house? Where I don't know it? because Miss Mrs. Gomez used to cook. Um, uh, uh, you know, Indo-beans. right? Yeah, <laughs> Mexican food, and that's what the kids they had took tacos and all that, right? Pasta, a lot of that. Yeah. But yeah, there's just no desi food in the house. Yeah. Yeah, not even I don't like understand. a desi snack. I don't even. There's see not even like frozen desi food that you could heat up. There's yeah. frozen food. They could have done just something. Mm-hmm. Haldirams. Yeah, no. something. Give me something. Yeah. yeah. Give me a frozen naan. Okay. Yeah. Buy me some samosas, Anila. Right. What the hell is this? <laughs> Any other thoughts about this show? No. Mostly, uh, mostly annoyed by Anila. Um, entertained completely by Toya, yeah. Because I I find Toya to be super funny. So funny. and and Heavenly used to be that spot. Heavenly used to be the super funny person for me that yeah. I would love to watch, make comments. But I think Heavenly is just being too negative and too cruel. She's so confident. She's like, yeah, I apologize to them. So I'm back and I have all my friends with me. And <laughs> you're like, no, nobody likes you still. <laughs> she's like no i said sorry and they said okay and that was it <laughs> but no heavenly is um i feel like now she's um, she's jumped the shark for me and she's getting too tried and too cruel and too loud and too shrill and you know just mean just mean and that's not fun that's not fun. i agree i agree yeah jackie i hate from the bottom of my heart. I don't know why. Oh, yes. I just hate her. And no, some of the breast cancer information she gives is not really accurate. So I get annoyed. I get annoyed. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I um, I have disliked Jackie since she has been fat shaming people since the first day that she came on the show. Right. Right. She's obsessed with people. So being- episode one. 
Yeah. One. She's yeah. obsessed with people being fit and her right. definition of fit. She right. gives me a lot of PTSD to like when I was pregnant and my doctors would tell me that I was, you know, an obese pregnant person right. when I was 150. She pushes pounds. the narrative that if you're healthy and exercise, then you will not get breast cancer, which is not true. Yeah, exactly. Which is not exactly. true. It's You cannot prevent breast cancer totally because we don't know what causes it. What you can do is reduce the chances of you getting it. And that's all you can do. It's reducing chances. It's not a cure. Exercising yeah. and losing weight. And because just because you ate something and grew a little overweight doesn't mean that you are to blame for breast cancer, which is the other negative aspect of that kind of talk. So, yeah. Exactly. That bothers me. Yeah. Um, but I love Simone and I love Quad. Yes. Simone, Quad, Toya, uh, honestly, even Heavenly. Heavenly, yeah. We don't Honestly, need contestants. Throw Kari on the side. Kari, Kari, I want Kari there. No, I, I am telling you, unlike every episode and every season, I get, I, I, I'm slowly turning into a bigger and bigger Kari fan. Her, <laughs> she is like, she is giving Marlo competition as the one that hangs on long after. Long yeah. for a long time doing nothing until you get back on the show for her, obviously, because she was on the show. But nobody has any animosity towards her. There are no dramas around you. She just shows up. She went to the Black Lives March. She went and yeah. gave vaccines in DC. And now she's here in Vegas enjoying bacon. Yeah. I yeah. think Kari Kari is like a a plus one for Toya. I feel like she's Toya's emotional support add-on. <laughs> Giraffe. She's your she's emotional support white. <laughs> she's the emotional support giraffe. She always reminds me of a giraffe because she's just she's just so she looks down on everybody. Her neck is all the way up there. And she's just looking down on all these people. She's just so <laughs> she's just so much fun. I love Kari. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it. Thank you, Arthi, for coming on and talking about Mary to Medicine with me. You're welcome. This was fun. It was fun. Can you come go back watch, again? Go watch Real Houses of Beverly Hills. All right. I'm going to go funny. watch Real Houses of Beverly Hills right now.